This expresses awe and wonder for the baby and the child. This is dedicated to Bjorn and Caitlin and baby. This is dedicated to Jamie and Micah and baby. Each of these babies were born of a pair of my friends in February of 2023. Tender Valentines. These are words to speak over that sacred scene of mother and father and newborn baby. Before I speak these words, I might say by way of pre-ramble that, that to praise the trinity a mother and father and newborn baby child could seem heteronormative, patriarchal, from a certain rigid fixed angle, and therefore unkind and injurious to single mothers, to gay couples, or childless adults. But it's not. Take it from me, who is both queer and childless. The invitation with this and other episodes is to adapt my words and concepts so that they fit your situation. And what I will say is this episode can be fitted to a variety of situations, such as gay adoption or the emotional surrogacy of having a chosen child to whom you have loving parental feelings. Again, perhaps you can take it from me. Someone who is not heteronormative, my pronouns are he and she and they, and someone whose certain karma is not to have children. This prayer is a queer childless person deriving for themselves immense beauty and profundity in consideration of other people's children. And lastly, moreover, we are each of us all someone's baby and child. This can be a reflection on your parents, whether yourself is this sweet baby child. Start. Love, romantic love, is closeness. It's getting closer and closer. And finally, it is touching. Love is touching. Love is embracing. Love is rolling together into one big ball. <laughs> Love is a touch closer than touch. Love is interpenetration. The interpenetration of two souls. Love is union. Doesn't it feel like that? Doesn't it feel like that? When you're falling in love. When you're making love. Love 
is fusion, and the becoming of, of a new being, a greater being, in which two have become one, a spirit, a soul, of the second magnitude. And perhaps, perhaps that's why many of us feel complete, feel completed only when in a loving relationship and an incomplete and a little lost outside of one. And yet the merger is incomplete. Relationships are flawed. They have a seam running through them, a flaw, a crack, a fissure. Close, it never seems close enough. Our desire for the other is insatiable. No embrace seems hard enough. We remain as two bodies. And it can all fall apart in a process of unmaking that can feel like being torn in two. We're broken in a breakup. For a time of of deep healing were quite like an amputee dwelling in that twilight state between life and death. Stop and start again. Love is... Love is the seeking, the seeking of union. Never fully achieved. Love is a striving fusion of two desiring bodies and two striving souls. If, then, then, then what is a child? What is a child? An infant born of that desire for spiritual union. A child, a child is that bodily union of woman and man finally achieved, made complete, consummated, made unbreakable within a single body. A child is the symbol and the substance of their love. It is the end, the product, and the true completion of their striving for closeness. Marvel at that. Marvel at that. As the just-born infant wraps its little hand around your finger, and you look into your child's face, and you see her, and you see yourself, mixed, muddled, confused, combined, inseparable in this little body 
and realize your desire has been realized in this created at the height of your passion at the height of your obsession within your tightest embrace that was never never close enough that desire is finally satisfied in this in this and now and now you know and now you know the grand design of love and lust in this small tender child marvel at a woman's body made to work that end that outcome within themselves at conception holding within themselves your two double helixed genetic codes the two genetic blueprints and body plans for the construction of you your hands your hair your pigments your face your eyes your everything and to find within them the seams and neatly rip and gently interweave the two genetic strands in the greatest closeness and intimacy of all and to have within them to build within their bodies your two bodies one knitting on a mother's belly knitting in a mother's belly a human built within a human the human brain is the most complex object in the known universe and the hands the deftest tools and the building of the child occurs without hands or eyes or conscious mind with no greater input on our part than extra bed rest for the mother and double portions of food you're eating for two and this marvel at this This interweaving of your two bodies is no less the interweaving of your two sets of strengths and your two sets of mortal flaws. It's the interweaving of your personalities and your two brains and your two minds together forever over which a face that is both of you will be gently woven and overlaid this little child was always the intimacy that we sought when the tightest embrace never felt close enough to blur our hard edges and truly merge 
into one being. Is this small, frail little child then the permanent union of their parents' souls? The answer is yes, and the answer is no. It is strange and sad and beautiful and miraculous that even if the parents' union breaks. Even if the parents part and divorce, their union is unbreakable in the body of their child. That even if their parents are unreconcilable, those parents must be reconciled within the spirit of their child. Or that child will be broken in spirit, if not in body. It is strange and sad and, and wonderful that this reconciliation of our parents within us so commonly gives us our journeys and missions in life. Isn't that so? Isn't that so? When, when as a young child, I rejected within myself the parts of the mother that had rejected me, I continued, I continued containing the two broken halves of the two parents that were themselves unreconcilable. I carried that within me. And I cleaved to the father and to half of my soul. I continued. I continued this way as a sick boy, chronic with the diseases of a broken heart, depression, anxiety, self-hatred, a placeless longing. I continued this way, a broken man, and no partner could complete me. The second half of myself, the woman and the mother, was, was within myself. My mother's soul rejected within myself. I continued to the edge of self-destruction. But I drew back. It was loving myself. It was loving the two halves of them within me. It was embracing them within my body as they embraced each other within me. The two halves of my spirit, their two souls, became, through love, truly one. And I was born again. I was born for a second time. Rebirthed as someone 
whole and complete actualized through self-love which which was the perfection of my parents flawed love for each other my journey was the perfection of my parents flawed love for each other it was always my strange task and secret mission glory there there's danger in this this danger is a terrible warning to them that consciously undertake to have a child and it is a source of safety too as as your love for your partner and their love for you in which you are never perfectly secure will be preserved forever in the body of your child and at the very moment of its most passionate and profound embrace at the moment of its greatest perfection it will be preserved in the body of your child there is safety in that but there's danger it needs must that you redouble your conscious commitment to your partner you must love your child and you must love your partner for in loving your partner you will teach your child how to balance and reconcile the two halves of their spirit the two halves of their soul which are yourselves in them if you give up on your partner your child may more likely give up on themselves but that danger let me say that danger it exists within a greater safety that is ultimate safety faith you will make mistakes with your child exactly as your parents made mistakes with you but know that all of our flaws and mortal mistakes are integral parts of the body of god which is perfect we know not our parts of the plan but we have faith that our parts our parts of the plan serve the ultimate good for our god is love
what I can say for certain is that you will love your child. You'll love them. You'll love them. Even, even as you couldn't love your partner. Even as you couldn't love yourself. For, for when you give birth to your child, you give birth to your own sacred heart. But when you give birth to your child, you give birth to your own heart. I say that twice for emphasis, and I say it twice for its double meaning. You give birth to your own heart. In the first sense, when your child is born, you are born again into fatherhood and into motherhood. And for most people, parenthood is the higher school of self-sacrifice and unconditional love. You will love your child. For better or for worse, for richer or for poorer, unconditionally, forever. Your love will have the quality of God's love. And God's redeeming grace. And this will be strange and wonderful to you. And I say that you give birth to your own heart in the second sense. Because you will find that that your heart is no longer inside your own body now exists in the person of this sweet baby. Marvel at that. Your child is your heart. A singing and dancing toddler. A shy teenager who won't even talk to you. This proud adult that lives on the other side of the country and only calls twice a year. You know, you were someone's heart. You were someone's heart. I am someone's heart. This is where it finishes. <laughs> because I have to go and call my mother. That's why. Oh, mystery. Thank you.